Hi, this is Bob Williamson. Thinking versus reacting. A friend of mine sent me a very funny Louis Grizzard video yesterday stating that I was due for a laugh as I've had a lot on my mind lately. Grizzard was a hilarious Southern comedian based out of Atlanta, and he wrote a host of funny books, too. I enjoyed the video and laughed all the way through it. My friend was right. I did need a a laugh. I then went to YouTube and searched for funny videos and laughed so hard at them that tears streamed down my face. It was good medicine. If you are sick and tired of hearing the media's dire reflections and watching politicians try to score points off our misery, you might give this a try. The old adage that we can look at things from the viewpoint that the cup is half full or half empty comes to mind when coping with constant negatives. Foul moods and cynicism come from the cup being half empty philosophy. Optimism and good moods from the half full side. As an example, many look at restrictions of attending live church is synonymous to death by a thousand cuts. We discussed this last night at our small group meeting conducted via Zoom. We were studying the day of Pentecost and the ensuing days after it and how people met in homes during that period of history and many were saved. We can study the Bible, pray together, worship, and fellowship using technology that is readily available to us all. So we can lament the suspension of live church or celebrate the ability to open church right in your home. I've got a meme that I'm showing on the written version from the Jesus Alliance. And it's a picture of Satan talking to Jesus. Satan saying, with COVID-19, I have closed your churches. Jesus replies, wrong. I have opened one in every home. The Bible has a remedy for the blues, and the key to it lies within our own mind. Where most of spiritual warfare is thought. We can look on the bright side of things or dwell on the dark. We do have a choice. Satan wants to lure us to the dark, woe is me side of things, while God wants us to be encouraged and optimistic. And So years ago, I got to know the father of one of my employees. He always had a bright and sunny disposition, no matter the situation. Even when he developed cancer and went through very painful chemo and surgery, he was just a delight to be around every time I ever talked to him. One day I asked him how he did it. I remarked I'd never seen him in a dark mood, no matter what was going on in his life. He replied that it all began in his bathroom when he prepared to shave and brush his teeth. He looked in the mirror and talked to himself, saying, You have a choice today to either be in a good mood or a cranky one. Now, which do you prefer? He always shows the good mood, and it brightened everyone around him. 
We all need to look at the good things in life. A friend wrote this morning and remarked about a longtime friend who is the most generous person he knows who gives millions to worthwhile causes. Many, however, don't like him because he has some imperfections. But his heart is in the right place for so many needy people, and I assume, I hope, the criticism of his character flaws by rolls off his back like water on a mallard's back. I guess what I'm saying is if we're surrounded with evil and negative, is we are surrounded with evil and negative, but also of good. We're instructed to focus on the good and engage in thinking instead of reacting. The cliche, every cloud has its silver lining, is true. We just need to look for the things that make us smile and avoid the negative. So turn off Fox News and give your television and mind a rest. Find something hilariously funny, study your Bible, call some godly friends and fellowship, and most importantly, think about the right things. Philippians 4.8, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. This is Bob Williamson. Thanks for listening.